Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the process of working metal and how God makes us better for ourselves and for those around us. When you think of medieval Europe, we usually visualize a bunch of knights armed with swords and a busy blacksmith continually pounding out metal in the town square. And while blacksmiths were certainly an essential part of the community, they were most likely not working on too many swords, saving the iron for smaller items like knives and horseshoes and building materials. Fantasy stories may have provided the image of lots of small pieces of metal that could be melted down to make one sword, but that was practically impossible in pre-Renaissance Europe. Only China had the technology required to generate enough heat to melt iron before the modern age. Iron swords couldn't be melted down or cast from melted iron, but they could be painstakingly reworked. Reshaping metal is an intense process that takes a huge amount of time and skill, which is why the smiths were so valued in their communities. And the perpetual conflicts across borders made kings and lords interested in making as many weapons as they could, but metal was needed to make life in the home and the fields easier. The king who vowed to turn all metal into swords wouldn't find much support from anyone outside the class of knights, which is why promises of peace have been historically revolutionary. In Psalm 46, the Lord makes such a claim to his people, promising to break down weapons in his work upon the earth. According to the psalmist, the people of God were not meant to take up arms and prove to everyone around them the power of their God through force. The Lord can not only defend himself, but he can also defend his people. The weapons that are raised against him and his kingdom are destroyed as the Lord turns all the earth to him. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease until the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. With all of humanity's never-ceasing conflicts, it can be difficult to understand the command to, quote, be still, as an act of self-preservation. Conventional wisdom says it's better to be prepared to defend yourself before anyone can attack you. But the Lord would prefer his people rely on his strength rather than simply building up stocks of weapons, no matter what conflict, physical or intellectual, arises to distract and divide us God will continue to break down the weapons that harm his people. The Israelite society that the Psalms came from didn't have very good relations with outsiders, but they recognized that their God was truly the God of the whole world. It might take time for anyone but the house of Israel to recognize that, but it didn't change God's identity or his work for his children on the earth. He is slowly and painstakingly reworking all of us into something better than the conflicted past that forms us. Rather than destroying the world completely to start anew, he breaks down weapons and conflicts one at a time to prepare us to trust in him. The commandment to be still and remember the Lord isn't a difficult concept. It's only hard when we try and do it with all our own strength. We're constantly changing, influenced by whatever surrounds us and begs for our attention. But we can choose to be changed by God into something better for us and for the world. 
And that's the good word. 